Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sit back, relax, welcome, enjoy. This is yet another edition here of the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Let's get rocking and roll, folks, because we got a lot that we got to get to. We got to get to our prize picks gambling segment. Uh, we got an Ask Bob segment to get to. Before we get into anything, let me remind you that the Brilliantly Dumb Show is brought to you by Roback, 15% off your first Roback purchase. Clicking the link in my Instagram bio right there, the most premium golf products around. This is probably the first day I don't have Roback on. I believe in these guys. If you play golf, even if you just like outdoor wear, t-shirts, polos, Roback does it all. 15% off your first Roback purchase using the link in my, in my bio right there. Um, week one was underway. Phenomenal week of football. I, I, I say it all the time. There's nothing better than the buildup to the NFL season on a Sunday, waking up in the morning, knowing you have football on the slate that day. Um, just a big, big day for sports. Now, this should be about sports, but something caught my eye in the sports world that I just could not ignore. Um, I want to talk Drew Brees for a second. Drew Brees is on the pregame show now, um, who I think is going to be very good on the pregame show. The guy knows the X's and O's. Um, good voice. He, he, he does it all. Everybody likes Drew Brees. Um, I will tell you this. Many of you may not have seen, but Drew Brees is sporting a brand new set of hair. Brand new. And it looks phenomenal. And I'm happy for him. And you can't help but notice when watching the pregame show that Drew Brees is no longer Drew Brees. We've always known Drew Brees with that receding hairline, the scar to the left. That was Drew Brees full set of hair so you can't even focus on what he's saying for the first few times seeing him because of this brand new set of hair and I'm very happy for Drew Brees good for Drew Brees however big big loss for the receding hairline community I am a big part of that community when you see another fellow brother who's going through the struggle that you're going of a receding hairline it's an instant bond and especially when you have these athletes out there on the national stage that are with the receding hairline, you have such an appreciation for them. Drew Brees, for me, was one of the receding hairlines community's top guys. He was one of the guys that sported us better than anybody, I think. I mean, Drew Brees was phenomenal for the receding hairline community. And I just wish I'm happy for him. But at the same time, I hate to see him go. He got some procedure where he looks phenomenal. He looks phenomenal. It's like, you know, growing up in the projects and having a friend that makes it to the big stage and is now living in a mansion. You're happy for them. But at the same time, you kind of wish they were still in the projects with you. You miss them. You love them. They're a whole new person now. Drew Brees is no longer a part of the receding hairline community. So what I decided to do was for our top five here today, I'm going to go ahead and rattle off the receding hairlines, top five community athletes, athletes that people with the receding hairline could get behind that represented this fraternity at its best. Number five, right out of the gate here. Number five, I'm going to go with Manu Ginobili. Uh, Manu Ginobili, very good athlete, played for the Spurs, definite receding hairline. Um, maybe not the best talent wise, but when you look at a guy who was going to go out there with that hairline, did not care about him balding whatsoever. He was ferocious about it. Manu Ginobili was that guy. 
big, big win for the receding hairline community, having a guy like Ginobili out there. Um, I got to get Ginobili at five. He was spectacular for us. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with Kevin Durant. Hell of an athlete. Hell of an athlete. Hasn't fully committed to the receding hairline. Hasn't jumped out of the front of it. I would like to see him kind of jump at it and, and let us know that he's with us. Um, he's got the backside receding part, which is hard to see, I'm sure, if you see him in person, being that he's seven feet tall. And even on a Nets game, you don't see it all the time because it's hard for even the cameraman to get a view of what Durant's got going on back there. But just a phenomenal athlete to have as part of the receding community. I got Durant at four. Number three, I'm going to go with Drew Brees. I'm going to go with Drew Brees prior to the procedure. I didn't want to go with anybody bald because they've already made that leap to going bald, which I hear is just phenomenal. Apparently, it's very freeing, um, and it's just a big-time thing to make the leap to go bald. Breeze did not go bald. He went the total opposite direction, full set of hair now. But when that hairline was receding, Breeze was spectacular. He was phenomenal. He's a leader both on and off the field. And when I mean off the field, I mean on that set of hair. Drew Brees made the receding hairline not such a bad thing because QB1 had it. We don't have that anymore, but while that thing was receding, what a time for the community. What a time for the balding fraternity. Brees represented us very, very well. And again, very happy for him. We hate to see him go. It's bittersweet, though. It's nice to see a young man who was struggling the way that we struggle with a full set of hair. I got Brees at three. Number two. I got Tiger Woods. I got Tiger Woods. I, I mean, the thing with Tiger is you don't see it all the time because he has a hat on. But what better guy to recede with than Tiger Woods? And that thing's just becoming a mess now. He takes off the hat. It's a disaster. Tiger Woods has the money for the procedure. He ain't taking it. Tiger Woods could go bald. He ain't doing it. He is owning the receding. And as part of the community, we could not be more appreciative than seeing that Tiger Woods, when he wins the tournament, takes that thing off. Whoa, it's coming at you hot. It's coming at you heavy and he owns it. And Tiger, we love you for that. We really do. From one guy receding to another, I got Tiger Woods in the two hole. Number one, he's taken a lot of heat for it amongst anything in his career. LeBron James, I, I mean, LeBron James has really been kind of the face of the receding hairline community. He takes a lot of shit for it on the internet, uh, a lot that I think is ungranted, unwarranted, but he owns it. And I appreciate that about LeBron, one of the best athletes of all time, if not arguably the best athlete of all time. Why not have the best athlete of all time, possibly? be a receding hairline, have him a part of the balding community. LeBron James has really been a face for us. The reason that I'm going LeBron over Tiger is we see LeBron's head a lot more than we see Tiger's head. That's why I'm giving LeBron the number one spot right there. So I got five Manu Ginobili, four Kevin Durant, three Drew Brees, two Tiger Woods, one LeBron James for the balding community on from myself and everybody else that stands with us. We appreciate you and we love you. How about a top five right out of the gate here to start the brilliantly dumb show. We got a lot more to get into. It's time for our prize picks feature of the episode folks. 
I'm excited about this one. We're bringing on a new guy, Vern. Vern is going to be going up against Mikey Bear Down Cuz for prize picks bets. This is parlay season, ladies and gentlemen. Prize picks. It's time to get down to business. Vern from across the pond, another character of the Burnley Dump Show that we're going to be introducing you to, do, to today. And then we got our guy, Mikey Bear Down Cuz. Let's get into it. We're coming in hot. Okay, folks, so we're going to change things up a little bit here, okay? I want to give the people options. So for our gambling segment with prize picks, we're going to bring in a guy who came in on Joey Coldcut's Instagram Live, and he absolutely just lit the place up. His name is Vern, and people have been DMing me, asking me to bring on this Vern. Vern knows absolutely nothing about American football whatsoever. And I said to Vern, Vern, what I want you to do, we have Mikey Bear down for our insider. We got the expert going up against the guy who knows nothing about football. And just like in March Madness brackets, a lot of times the people who do best are the people who know nothing about the sport whatsoever. So we want to give people two options. Do they want to go with Vern? Do they want to go with Mikey Bear down? Because we'll let the faithful make that choice. But without further ado, let's bring in Vern. He's going to give us his two picks for Thursday night, and let's see what Vern has to offer. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to our guy, Vern. Vern, are you with us there, pal? Vern, can you hear me? Hello. There he is, Mr. Vern. How you doing there, big fella? I'm doing absolutely fantastic on this cold September evening over in England. How are you doing, my friend? Now, so you are in England, huh, Vern? I'm in England, yeah. Bristol, England. Now, tell me something, Vern. You went on Joey Coldcuts Live, and people fell in love with you instantly. And I said, you know what? Let, let, let's get him on. We got to bring him on the show. How did you start following along with us here, Vern? I just seen your stuff on the Instagram, yeah. And obviously, I started playing golf in February. And, like, I'm just all about your content. You know what I mean? Like, I love Caesar salads. And I love poppy seed bagels. And I just relate with them things, you know what I mean? And when I see you, you know what I mean? Like hitting bombs, hitting fairways, grating Caesar salads, and you know what I mean? And eating poppy seed bagels, something just clicked. And obviously, cold cuts, what a man. Oh, I mean, cold cuts is a, is a beauty. And that's what brought us to you, Vern. Do they do a good Caesar salad? Do they do a good poppy bagel in, in, in England? Well... I'm making my own poppy seed bagels and I taste and I do toast them low and slow. Exactly how you would do it. You know what I mean? Hold so on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Vern, you mean to tell me you're in England making your own poppy seed bagels? I'm making my own poppy seed bagels. Come on, no. Vern. Are you serious? I love I love you already. Go it's gotta be done. I'm, you're the CEO of Poppy Seed Bagels, isn't it? So I mean, you know, I've clocked it, I've seen how you do it and they dance around inside you, don't they? You know what I mean? They uh, do Bert, I, I'll things. tell you, I thought I was a CEO. I think I just got downgraded the vice president. If you're out there making <laughs> it, I mean, how long does it take you to make your own poppy seed bagel? Well, it depends how much time I've got and how much effort and love I want to put into it. You know what I mean? Like, it really does depend. But I don't know. It can take up to 20 minutes. You know what I mean? If you want to do it properly. Holy shit. So it's only 20 minutes to make the poppy seed bagel? Well, I'm not making, I'm not actually making the bagel. We get them obviously from the shop, but the toasting, the filling, I'll do it all myself. Oh, I got you. Okay. You know, okay. I'm, I'm back not, to CEO. I'm not, 
I'm not. Yeah, you're back. I'm not okay. faking the thing. We 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 got busy schedules over here. You know what I mean. We ain't got well, time I, for that. I, I was mean. gonna say it's good. I I am officially back to CEO. That that oh, happened. You never left. That's <laughs> you never left. You never now, left. Bro. So Vern, here here's what we're gonna do, and I know that I just threw this on you today. Okay. Yeah, that's and I asked you and I said, Vern, do you know anything about American football whatsoever? What was your response, Vern? I said, no, I watched the Super Bowl and that's about as far as it goes. My knowledge is within golf and soccer and English football. By the way, Vern, before we even get into your picture, what I did want to ask is your brother hit me up and said, hey, I'm Vern's caddy. Now you just started <laughs> playing. You just started playing February. So is he actually your caddy? Yeah, he's not actually my caddy. He just he's he just, he likes to drink, doesn't he? So he probably just would have put, uh, gave gave you a message when he's pissed up. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. He's, 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 only, he's, not, he's only younger than me. He's a good lad. He's a good lad. Like, I, I think. Go on. I said for a sec. I said, "Holy shit!" I said, "This what is this guy on tour?" <laughs> no, I wish I was. I wish I was. I mean, business. You know what I mean? But. Don't got time for tour, you know what I mean? If I started playing when I was younger, then I'll, maybe I'll be on tour, but nah. Well, we got I, this. Vern, going, going on tour is, is is like making your own poppy seed bagel. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of effort. All right. Well, know. Vern, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring on Bear Down Cause after you, who who is our insider, our NFL insider. He knows the X's and O's. Vern here. Yeah, does not know the X's and O's, but what I did, Vern, I sent you a picture of the players that we're choosing against. Out of all the players, I want you to pick two players for me and then just tell me over or under. So first thing you're going to do, Vern, give me your first player that you saw out of the picture that I sent you. This is going to be for Thursday Night Football. Any player that you see that you like, you let me know the name, and then I'm going to ask you a follow-up question. We're going to do Vern first, Mikey Bear down Cuss. Right, so I've got my two, one hundred percent. Okay, give me your first one. We're gonna to have to go with. We're gonna to have to go with Terry, I think. You're gonna to have to go with who? Terry, Terry McLaren. I can't pronounce his second name. Terry McLaren. Terry McLaurin. Okay, that's a wide receiver for the Redskins, right there, Vern. And what what Terry McLaurin's given is sixteen fantasy points combined. So now, what I'm going to ask you, Vern, are you going to take the over or the under on Terry McLaurin's sixteen fantasy points come Thursday? We're going to have to take the over, aren't we? He's going to take the over on Terry McLaurin, and then give me your second player, Vern. And it's got to be. It's got to be. It's got, we got to go for Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys is going to be the second player here. Wide receiver, five and a half points. Vern, do you want the over or do you want the under on Adam Humphreys? We're going to have to go with it again, aren't we? You know what I mean, Bobby? We're going to have to go over. So Vern likes the over. Vern likes the over. Okay, so you're going to it's have Adam... There. Adam Humphreys over five and a half points. Terry McLaurin over 16 points. Vern from across the pond. You may not even know it, Vern, but this is a big day for you come Thursday. Big, big, big day. No, I can feel it. I can feel it. It's a big day. You know what I mean? I don't even know what I picked. 
Okay. Well, well, Vern, <laughs> you, you got a chance to create something special here for us. A lot of times with this, Vern, the people who know the least about the sport are the ones that end up best. So I will keep you up to date Thursday. We got Vern's picks are in Terry McLaurin over 16 fantasy points, Adam Humphreys over five and a half fantasy points. Vern, we appreciate you, big fella. Nothing but love, innit, guys? And I want to, I want to, I want to tear it up with you guys soon, innit? So we'll make that happen. Whether it's over, whether it's over here or over there, you know what I mean? We'll make it happen. No doubt about it. For Vern, this could end up being a weekly thing, and just make sure you bring your caddy with you. I'll bring him with me. Do not get me wrong. I've got a bag full of caddies. Vern, you take care of yourself. We'll see you next week. See you later, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt the Brilliant Dumb Show. To let you know that the Brown Dumb Show is brought to you by our good friends at Mac Weldon. You're a busy guy, so stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mac Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design, made with performance fabrics, and built to work together. They do it all. I wear the shorts, the shirts, I wear the shorts. I do it all at Mac Weldon because. Mac Weldon does it all for me. Buy some time this summer with the Mac Weldon Daily Wear System. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash dumb and enter promo code dumb. That's MacWeldon.com slash dumb, promo code dumb. For 20% off, Mac Weldon, radically efficient wardrobing. Do it right, ladies and gentlemen. Wear the most premium products with Mac Weldon. Ladies and gentlemen, the Only Dumb Show is brought to you by our sponsor, BetterHelp. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? What interferes with your happiness? Check out betterhelp.com slash BDS. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist at a much lower cost. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. I want you to live a happier, healthier life, ladies and gentlemen. And as a listener, I got news for you. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor. That's betterhelp.com slash BDS. In case you didn't know, that stands for Brilliantly Dumb Show. Betterhelp.com slash BDS. Get 10% off your first month. Be healthier, be happier with betterhelp.com, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, folks, without further ado, let's bring on our favorite insider. That is Mikey Bear Down Cuz, also goes by Mikey V, also goes by Mikey Villani, also happens to go by Mikey Unders. Mikey Unders, welcome to the program, sir. Great to be back. Great to be back, Bob. Well, you know, I got to I, I want to throw something right out of the gate bear down. OK, before we even get to the pick here, first things first, we had a guy come in for a pick from across the pond out of the UK by the name of Fern. And what we're using Fern as insurance. Fern knows absolutely nothing about the game of football. He was in a Joey cold cut live and he knows nothing about the game. So God forbid, Mikey V, we go stone cold. Vern, who knows nothing about the game, is there for backup. That's not going to be the case though, Mikey V. But before we even get to the picks, let me ask you this, okay? Week one, first off, did you have a phenomenal Sunday? Had a great Sunday. Uh, prize picks aside, just a great 
a great Sunday. Another over 60% winner Sunday against the spread. That's 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 it. Actually, higher than that, probably closer to 70% against the spread on Sunday. And boy, did we hammer that down. In fact, you saved our Sunday because me and Cold Cuts did a, the prize picks were 0 for 1. We did a little bit on the games, the games we were losing bad out of the day. Finally, we said, you know what? Let's go to Mikey V. You hit the afternoon game for us. And then when we were down big, we tried to get it all back like the suckers that we are. It ended up working. You said that the Rams were a stone cold lock. You said it on your IG. You said, in fact, they're going to win by over 17. What do they do, Mikey V? They won by 20 points, Bob. They won by 20 fucking points. So you save the Sunday. It's a whole new slate, whole new week of games, brand new week, week two. Mikey V, our guy before that, though, Volani, um, let me ask you something, okay? You're, you're very familiar with Joey Coldcuts, right? Very familiar. It is a tradition. Hauntingly, hauntingly <laughs> familiar. It is a tradition for us to go to Joey Coldcut's house every Sunday. And if there's a man that knows tradition, you know your tradition. You respect your traditions week in, week out, no? Without tradition, we're animals. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Me and Coldcut's have a tradition. Every Sunday, we go to Joey Coldcut's house and we watch the games. And that's always been the case. And it's always been great. With that being said, I don't know how I've done it prior years. He has no air conditioning in his house. We're in Los Angeles, California, Mikey V. I didn't even know... To be to be totally honest, I'm being 100% honest when I say this. I'm not exaggerating at all. I thought it was illegal to rent condos, apartment units without air conditioning in the state of California. I legitimately didn't think it was possible to do. I thought that was like a minimal ordinance requirement in the state of California. You could not rent a condo or an apartment without at least a window unit. Bear down. He First off, you could be right. You could be right. And I don't what, know. what the apartment would say is he does have a little little wall unit, but it doesn't spit out cold air. And he refuses. He's too lazy to call the apartment building and get a new AC in there. He claims he did and they fixed it. I was there. It was not fixed. So my question to you is I want to bring up the idea to cold cuts of doing it at my place week two, there's AC. Um, I just don't know if I could keep doing this every weekend. And I hate to fuck with tradition, but air conditioning is air conditioning. I mean, as long as the two of you are together and you have a nice venue with a TV, I mean, location is, is one thing, but I mean, it must not bother him too much because I'm the kind of a guy that between the months of May and September, really up until almost October here in Jersey, I am not sleeping probably one night between those months without the air conditioning on. It just can't happen. So if he doesn't, I just don't know how he does. He must not need it. He must not like it because at the minimum, I'd be going to Home Depot. I'd be going somewhere and just buying myself a shitty $200, $300 window unit, put it in there just for the bedroom alone, just for the bedroom alone. I can't sleep under those. Did you see my Instagram? Of course. I mean, I commented on it. He I was, said the uh, I had the comment the um the yeah, yeah farm farm raised hate to see it he, yeah. Joey Coldcuts it was so hot in there and he refuses to believe that it was hot and I turn around he's got a thing of frozen tilapia on his neck to cool him down yet refused to believe me when I said that the room was scorching so I think we got to fuck with tradition before we even do that. 
I'm going to go ahead and call him and I'm going to let him know that the move will be made come week two. If it's not made, the conversation has to be had. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's open for discussion now. If, if, I mean, you lay down your parameters, Bob comfort is key. I mean, is he playing it off that he's, is he really uncomfortable and he's trying to play it off? Like, you know, he could, he could grit his way through it. Or is it something that really doesn't bother him? If the kid's putting frozen farm raised fish on his neck to keep cool, I gotta imagine it's bothering him. Just Hair down. I swear to you, when I tell, when I say to him, "Hey, you know the AC, like, dude, we gotta get a," he thinks I'm crazy. He thinks I'm fucking nuts. So, bear down. Let's give him the call. And I'm not saying we switch a week two. I'm saying we have the discussion. Have the discuss. Have the narrative. Let's have, have the, the narrative. narrative. Let's have the discussion with him. It's a great point. I think he'll flip a shit. Can you hear it? Is he gonna? Is he gonna answer? I hear it. Hey, dog. Cutsy. There he is. What's up? There's Mike? our guy. There's our guy. Damn. Big, big week one. How about Mikey V saving us with that Sunday night pick? Dude, I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I was. I was, I was really fucking. I mean, I mean, you said, I like to think that we had it, and the Bears came back, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, the but uh, could catch a break. At the same time, as Mikey V ever steered us wrong. Uh, no, no, honestly, I, and you know what? I don't think, I mean, I, I think he's getting ripped to shreds from the followers, but I don't think he's, he's been really good for us. He went 0 for 1 on a parlay and hit about five out of his six games on Sunday. No, he's been good for us. I, I, there's no question. And I, I got news for you. What is he like tonight? I'll roll with him tonight. Too. Well, for, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get his picks for tonight. I'll talk to him. I'll give him a call, but well, look, Bob, we got to go fast. The game's in like 15 minutes. I know. I'll give him a call. I'll give him a call, but I do want to talk to you about something. Well, what's up? I want to talk about week two. What about it? I want to have the discussion. I want to have the narrative of the possible switch to my place being that your apartment being your place. I just want to have the discussion. I'm not saying we do it. I think we have the narrative that being that it's week two, your place was an absolute sauna. You know, I got to tell you, Bob, I went out of my freaking way. I hosted you like a king. You were a good host. I had bagels. I had queso. I had the whole spread, everything set up, you you know, (laughs) And, and you, I got to tell you, dude, you're overreacting with the heat. It wasn't that hot. And next week, it's, only, it's not even going to be hot next week, dude. You act like it's fucking middle of summer. It's fall now. Cuts, you were a f- you were a phenomenal host, but there's nothing you could do about the AC, dude. That That's out of your control. It's not that you're acting like it's an Indian summer, Bob. It's, it's going to be 70 degrees next week. Joe, you were using frozen tilapia on your neck. Yeah, and you're going to. By the way, you know, next time you're going to post something, I'd like to know ahead of time. I'm getting a lot of flack for that post. Well, cuts, but that's the thing. You're, you're acting like I'm crazy for saying that it was hot in there. And then I turn around and you got a thing of frozen uh, tilapia. It was a little bit warm. It wasn't that bad. You don't, you don't tell the Packers not to play at Lambeau Field because it's cold one week. That is the worst. Up. That analogy the is that the, that is the most. By the way, Cut, you're here on the Brilliant Dumb Show. You are here with our guy, Mikey. You know what, dude? <laughs> you know fucking what. Cut, cut. You got to tell me before you put me on these things, dude. Hey, God, hey, I, hey, hey, Joe. You always set me up here. Cut, cut. Mikey V says hi. Where's Bear Down? Bear Down's here. Bear, Bear Down's here. Can you believe this shit that I got to deal with? Uh, well, cuts. Apparently not. Well, no, listen, listen, listen. I told Bob, I said, perhaps the warm 
the warm weather doesn't bother cuts as much as it bothers you. I said perhaps cuts is comfortable. Well, you know, Beardown, I'll tell you, by the way, just a segue. This kid has got his, his house at like 62 degrees. I go in there, I got to wear a parka. <laughs> I, I see. I relate more to the cold temperatures. I like the cold temperatures. Cuts, cuts. All were. It was not that hot. It was an absolute sweat box in there. To where? I I think you're over. And and again and again, you were a great host. You had 1942. You were doing. Don't get me wrong. Bobby won't have that when I come by. Well, well, no. Even start the fridge with the waters that you like. By the way, you did. He had the smart water in there. Bear down. I mean, that sounds like a great time, to be honest. 1942 is above and beyond cuts. But I got to say this. I would never, ever, ever have pegged you for a guy who doesn't like 62 degree temperatures. Never, ever. I would have pegged you for a guy who loves, loves frigid conditions. I mean, I don't the mind. Canada, you got the Canada thing going on. I mean, yeah, you're used to that. Down, his old place used to have four AC units in the living room. It was ridiculous. It was. <laughs> it was. It was absolutely ridiculous, Bob. I mean, you got to tell the whole story, not just your side. Well, but Joe, did I ever? Did I ever hold you to a football Sunday at my place? No, but it's tradition to watch. I get it. I get it, and and that's why I'm saying. Um, that's why I'm saying we don't change it. But like like Mikey Beardown even said, it's good to at least have the narrative. It's bad karma. We will lose every bet. I bet you right now. That's it. Don't put that on us. Don't put that on us. That's obnoxious. <laughs> that could have been a real game changer for us. Cutsy, Cutsy, but Cutsy. Let me tell you something. We need to have the discussion, and I know you don't want to do it on air, but I will tell you this. Yeah, I, I wish I had known I was on air to Cutsy. Cuts, how about if we take the Ravens minus two and a half tonight, and then with the winnings, we purchase a nice little window unit from Lowe's. I, li- <laughs> I like this a lot. Oh, well, well, let me tell you something. You know what I did, Bear Down? I gave him my window unit, which ran me $500. Wow. I gave it to him for free, free of charge. I go into his house. Do you think that thing's installed? Where is it? Where is it? I give him a, I give him a, no, give him a brand new unit. He's not a handyman. Well, you know what you do? You find somebody who is a handyman and you have them install the unit. Well, you know, you know I'll, I'll be honest. The summer hasn't been that brutal. I haven't really needed oh, it. Oh, bear now, down. Two summers ago, I, 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 I could have used it. Two summers ago was that. Bear down. This summer has been brutal. Joe, there's video evidence of you today literally on the golf course. On the golf course, literally saying it's hot. And I quote, you hear it's this joke? hot as shit out. That's a direct <laughs> quote from you today on the golf course. Yeah, that was in the valley, Bob. That's not where I live. <laughs> Bob, you can't, you gotta paint the real picture, not 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 the fantasy version here. Bob. Let me tell you, if Mikey Villani was visiting us in Los Angeles, I would never have him come there for a football Sunday. And again, you, you were know, a great, but you know what though, but you know what cuts Bob says that, but I would bite the bullet. I'd bite the bullet. Oh, I'd be, off, I'd be Volani. uncomfortable, you'd but be I'd out. bite the bullet. You'd be out by the second quarter. Maybe between, <laughs> between cutsies and in-game analysis and the temperatures that okay. may be. You go, cuts. We got to get to our picks here. The Monday night game starting. We're putting in our Thursday yeah, pick for the Ravens. At least yeah, he likes the Ravens. Yeah, by the point, like the by a point, I cuts. I told you that. Okay, by a point for the Ravens. Lock it in. You were a great host. However, I might be hosting week two. We love you, Joe. Yeah, you know what? If you're going to be hosting, we have a lot of discussions to do because you, your hosting game is not that great. I, wow. Wow. Look, just because there's not 1942, you can't hold that against me. I don't know about the 1942. No, it's just. 
Are you saying it cuts? Does he not put out an adequate spread? Is his spread not adequate by your estimation? It's very his good. Spread is okay. It's, but if he's I, saying okay, you know it's really good. By the way, no, it's not next level. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I'll take the okay spread in 68 degree weather over the great spread in 88 degree weather. Let it me just put Joe. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, it was down. 88 degrees. It was a sweat bug. Cutsy, you were you were a good host. I do not hold that. Thank you for the 1942, the whole nine yards. I am appreciative. It's out of your control. Actually, it is in your control. If you could find a guy to install the AC unit. I got to do that Reddit thing and, and have that. Go go get right. that covered. We're going to get our picks in here, okay? We keep riding the Volani train, the same train we've rode from the start. We love you, Cutsy. Yeah, yeah. Love you too. Call me later. Love you, Cuts. I mean, <laughs> you know, Mikey, I'm telling you, it could not yeah, have been Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. You it could was hear awful. The, you it could hear so the awful. guilt. You could hear the guilt in his voice. He's panicking. I mean, as soon as you brought it up, he started panicking. The, the temperatures in there, they got to be high. They got to be high. 88 yeah, sounds a little extreme, but uh, I wouldn't doubt if that apartment, I wouldn't doubt if it was in the low 80s. I would, and low 80s in an apartment, you're baking. Yes. You're baking. It. Yes. You're could baking. have been. You're could, could, could have absolutely been. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, you could see Bob at a different place for week two. We're recording Monday. Um, this is before the Monday night football game. Bear down likes the Ravens. Again, I think you were five for six on yesterday's picks. Prize picks picks were 0 for 1. We're doing all parlays. So if you could give us 30%, we come out winners. We continue to ride the Mikey Bear Down Cause train. Prize picks app. Put in Bobby Props to bet with me and Mikey Bear Down. Bobby Props is your promo code. Get your first $100 deposited. Match with us. Come bet with me and Bear Down. Everybody that uses the promo code will be entered for a chance to win a golf round in Joey Coldcut's sweat box. No in Los Angeles, California. California bear down. Let's talk football Thursday night. Who does the big fellow like giants Redskins? I believe the game is in Washington. Now I could be mistaken about that. I want to make sure that I have that right because I do think it makes a little bit of a difference. Um, Yes. It looks like it's, it's at Washington. Okay. The Thursday night game at Washington, one that I jumped out at me right away, Bob, for the fantasy totals is now you don't have, um, you don't have Fitz magic anymore. He has got a, yeah. a hips, hip, hip sublation, sublation or sublation, whatever you call what it. What a mess. What an absolute um, mess. But I don't think that it is. And I'll say this. I understand why people are concerned about it. Um, but I don't think it's the worst thing in the world because I do think that Mr. Heineke, the gentleman playing behind him, who you last saw compete with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a wild in a uh, divisional divisional or wild no, that was a wild card in a wild card game last year, who put on quite a performance against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, actually ended up helping the Redskins cover a big spread against the Buccaneers. Surprising to everybody, I think Heineke is going to deliver a little bit more than Fitzmagic can. He's more mobile. He's younger. I think the, the, the one play that jumped out at me right away when I looked at this, Bob, was Taylor Heineke over 16 fantasy points. I think that with it, I think you could see him run for a touchdown. I think you could see him accumulate some rushing yards. And I certainly think with the targets he has in Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin, I think he's definitely going to toss for a couple touchdowns. Giants defense, much maligned. 
I, 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 you saw what Teddy Bridgewater did against him this week. And Ted, Teddy Bridgewater is not a mobile quarterback by any means anymore. Uh, and I thought he had quite a field day against the Giants. So Taylor Heineke is a little bit of a gamer. He's a little bit of a wild card, a cowboy type guy. 16 points is low for him. That's the, the first one that jumped right out at me. Taylor Heineke over 16 points, Bob. You have the same conv- conviction in the Taylor Heineke over 16 points fantasy points as you did as when you told me Sunday night to hammer the Los Angeles Rams. And that, Mikey Villani, is why I'm right there with you. Um, we had a two-teamer locked in here. I think we're going to go with a two-teamer come Thursday. We have to do two-teamer, right? You, we, you we have, have to, to do, do minimal two. two. We minimal have to two. do minimal two. Um, yep. It could be fantasy football point projections. It could be total rushing yards. It could be receptions. A lot you could do. Bear down, you've been hot. Hit us with our second one, okay? Yeah, since we have to go with the opposite team uh, and we, we're looking at the Giants side then, I think a good bet, uh, the comfortability level between Sterling Shepard and how silky he was running his route Sunday, I think that's the one bright spot for the New York Giants with Sterling Shepard uh, in that Bronco game. So 62 and a half receiving yards, I don't think is a huge ask for him from him. I could see him going in the low 70s, mid 70s, maybe uh, low 80s that game. So I think 62 and a half over Sterling Shepard receiving yards is a good second play since we have to go with somebody from the Giants. I'm not comfortable with how Galladay is yet. Uh, I'm wondering if he's still a little banged up. Darius Slayton is inconsistent dropping the ball. Um, and then again, Saquon, bro, I just I, I there's something about Saquon. I'm just not there yet with Saquon until he goes out and has a Saquon game where he looks like Saquon Barkley. I'm going to steer clear with him. But Sterling Shepard looked the part on Sunday, the one lone bright spot from the Giants offense. Mikey, you're you're hot. I want to keep you hot. I got no issue with either of those. I think we slam those two. I think we slam them pretty hard. I don't think we get too crazy with it. Um, how's 150 to win 450? Heineke over fantasy points. Sterling Shepard over 62.5 receiving yards. I'll drink to that, Bob. Mikey V, we love you. We appreciate you. This is our guy. This is who we're rolling with. Let it hammer down. Prize picks. Bobby Props is your promo code. Mikey V, we love you, pal. Love you too, buddy. Go get them. What is the story behind the save the dates for weddings? The amount of paper that we run through and the interaction that we have leading up to a wedding is, is just beyond me. I mean, we are just chopping down trees left and right. 50% of the reason because we need to have save the dates. You need to have the actual wedding invitation. And then you have, which was new to me until I got one the other day, a thank you card. Like you just went to a 10-year-old's birthday and they're sending out a thing. Do we really need the thank you card? And I appreciate it. I do. But just thank me at the wedding. When you see me, hey, Bob, thanks for coming. That's it. You just saved yourself a stamp. The amount of shit that we got to do before weddings is just beyond me. You think it's stressful for the people booking it? It's stressful for the people going to the wedding. And then the other day, I mean, this is amazing to me. I got one of those save the dates. So what did I do? I saved the date, held on to it, marked it down in my schedule. No problem. I didn't get invited to the wedding. I got to save the date, but I never got the wedding invitation. If that ain't blue balls, I don't know what is. That's a whole nother form of blue balls right there. I saved the date, 
Turns out there was nothing to save it for. People were asking me, hey, Bob, can you hang out Saturday the 25th? Can't, got the day saved. What do you have it saved for? I don't know. I have no idea. Got a feeling it's a wedding, but I couldn't tell you. So I got to save the date, but there was nothing to save. I felt like a restaurant when somebody makes an eight o'clock reservation and then just doesn't show up for their reservation. What do they give a shit? How terrible is that? I mean, just the, the, the different, maybe they meant to invite me. You know, and it just never came. Maybe they thought that to save the date was the invitation. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm on their shit list now. And they shouldn't be on mine. But if you're going to have me save the date, make sure I'm saving it for something. Or maybe give me a call after I received the save the date and said, hey, Bob, you could take that off your date. We're not going to invite you. You know, I think I would have ended up appreciating that more. Send me the save the date and then call me and say, hey, by the way, Bob, you don't have to save anything. You're not making the cut. No problem. Now my whole day is open. I have unblocked that date. And then you, I mean, you talk about these thank you cards. I mean, they got to go through enough booking the whole thing. We don't need the thank you cards. Is there anybody out there who went to a wedding that is waiting on the arrival of the thank you card. What do you think you hold on to that thing? I mean, let's call a spade a spade here, folks. I don't want to sound like the Grinch of weddings, but these things drive me nuts. And now with COVID, these things are just coming like crazy, left and right, just firing in wedding invitations. I feel like I'm losing a lot of friendships over these wedding invitations. I just can't make them. I can't make them all. I'm saving a whole lot of dates. But how about the balls on those two? Save the date, and then you don't send the invitation. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Just something I wanted to get off my chest. Had to get it off. Had to say it. I hope they're watching. That's terrible. But again, come to think of it, they might have said the save the date is the invitation. Maybe nobody showed up to the wedding because they all just got save the dates invitations. I don't know. But I do know they now do not have to send me a thank you card. I spared U.S. Postal Service a delivery. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It is time to get down to business. What business is that? That's everybody's favorite segment. It's the Ask Bob segment. You know the drill by now, ladies and gentlemen. Week after week, Tuesday after Tuesday, I tell you fine folks, file on into the DMs to be featured for our Ask Bob segment, 848-281-7906 is your number right there. Let's go dancing. We got a top five coming in hot out of Massachusetts. Let's let it rip. What's up, Bobby? Max McDonald from Situate, Massachusetts. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I was just ripping out. Brilliantly dumb podcast today. And I know you love a good top five, Bobby. So let me hear your top five ballpark food. I mean, I know you can always go with a nice hot dog or a nice sausage. But there's a few other things in there, sneaky things in there, that I think you'll have a good look on. So I want to hear it, Bob. Give me a nice, give me a nice top five ballpark food. All right, buddy. Take it easy. Just a real good question out of Massachusetts, and I do. 
I love a top five. This is a, an episode with two top fives in them today. Again, I, I've always said, I think top fives leave room for good debate. Um, people to go at it a little bit, people to hash it out a little bit. A lot of passionate opinions, especially when it comes to the food top fives. Um, I think we might've done ballpark foods. And what I think I'm going to do is tailgate foods. I even had somebody ask me that in the DMS. Um, and then this question came in out of Massachusetts. I think the ballpark food is much different from the tailgate food. So I'm going to do the honor of listing my top five tailgate foods um, in the parking lot prior to the game. I don't really think of after the game. I think of before the game in the parking lot, ready to rock and roll. You're gearing up for the game. Juices are flowing. Endorphins are high. Number five, I got the hot dog. Now I'm not huge on the hot dog, but I think the hot dog is such a classic when it comes to sporting events that you have to do the honor of putting the hot dog there. I think hot dog has got to make it at some point in the list. It's a classic been there forever. Give me the snapper. Give me the hot dog at five top five tailgate foods. Um, and then I will go ahead. Now I, I'm in between two here. Um, but I think I'm going to go cheesesteak at four. I was in between putting ribs on there and then cheesesteak. I thought about it, although it's a tailgate, not a whole lot of ribs out there. I think you do see a lot more cheesesteaks. I think the cheesesteak, as highly regarded as it is, I think some people are forgetting just how good a cheesesteak is, especially when you're at a sporting event, you don't have to just get them in Philly. They're in other ballparks, definitely at tailgates. I think a good cheesesteak really, really, really hits hard. I got the cheesesteak there at four. Go ahead and lock me in for the buffalo chicken dip at three. The buffalo chicken dip over the past, I don't know, five to seven years has been trending upwards and is showing no signs of slowing down. If you got in early on the buffalo dip, the buff buffalo chicken dip, if you got in early, you're looking real good right now. I would even hold on to that stock as high as it is. Buffalo chicken dip, it just as soon as you eat it, you just feel like sports, you know? Whether there's a big slate on, there's sports in the air, you're at a sporting event. Something about that buffalo chicken dip. I almost don't want it if it's outside of sports, if I'm not going to be getting sports. Buffalo chicken dip is trending up, and it's trending up fast. I got buffalo chicken dip at three. Number two. Number two. Um, number two. Buffalo chicken dip at three. This ain't easy. This ain't easy. Never is. Never will be. Number two. I think you got to go. I think you got to go with the hamburger at two. It's just hard to beat a good burger. Whether you're at a sports bar, you're at a tailgate, you're inside the stadium. It's just hard to beat a good hamburger. It really is. It has withstood the testament of time. Burgers are still there. They are still spectacular and that much better. At a sporting event, I got burger at two. Number one may surprise some people, um, but it is a staple of a tailgate, an absolute staple of a tailgate. I think one of the only times I'll have it 
is at a tailgate. I'll have it, but it's just not very, you don't see it often in the regular day-to-day world, but my, oh my, is it spectacular. Lock me in for a good sausage and pepper sandwich. Lock me in for a good sausage and peppers, and you'll be looking at a very happy Bob. Um, Sausage and peppers, again, just a staple of a good tailgate. It's really hard to fuck it up. There's better ones than others, just like anything. But something about the sausage and peppers at a tailgate really hits hard. So if there's anything you take out of today, buffalo chicken dip, don't sell that stock yet. Hold on to it because it just keeps trending up. Um, Sausage and peppers at one. I feel good about that. Burger at two could be debatable, but I still feel good about that. Uh, That's your top five tailgate foods folks football's back week one is in the bag week two coming up we're gonna have a thursday night game mikey bear down cuz joined us fern joined us from across the pond uh just a phenomenal episode hope you guys enjoyed it as much as i did we'll see you next time back tuesday on the brilliant dumb show we love you we appreciate you and i gotta tell you folks can't wait till i see you again you folks take care now